Welcome back to Leave It on the Dance Floor. This is part two of rapid fire questions. Well, not really that rapid and not really firing, but you get it, questions. I'm going to answer your questions. ALDC elites, you wrote in, this is what you wanted to know, and I'm gonna give it to you straight. Yeah, guys, there are so many questions that Abby gets every single week. It's overwhelming. But you know, I think that that's the fun part about our show is that we like to have the listeners be a part of it, you know? Oh, absolutely. That whole interaction is great. But the kids, I don't know, they get my email mm. and they must be young. They can't spell for, for you know, for, at all. Just let's leave it at that. <laughs> they can't spell. And they write in and they ask crazy, silly questions and in incomplete sentences and I, it's adorable. And I mean, I think that, you know, the struggle sometimes with doing in-person Q&As is that like the kids are sometimes nervous or they say, They're, um, and then you like stop them and then yes. you move on to the next if kid. You say, if you say, um, you have to do 20 push-ups. Not you, the whole room has to do 20 push-ups. And then I kind of tease it along and I say, and they're all gonna unfollow you on your social media. They're all gonna hate you forever because they had to do these push-ups. So do not say the word, um. Yes, uh, but just to get right into it. Uh, Here we go. We have, a, a, these are all ALDC elites from Patreon and YouTube Premium. So thank okay. you so much for your support, Patreon, guys. Patreon, YouTube Premium. Yes, and you know, I know we say it every week, but they're just because Abby and I are finding different content from her old phones, just of like all these things that nobody's ever seen. So I'm sorry we plug it, it all the time. Yeah, well, I, I'm sorry that we plug it all the time, but it's just worth plugging, guys. Because do they know it, what plugging means? They don't even know what yeah, they no, they know what plugging means. Okay. Throwing right. a shout out. Yeah, yeah, they get it. All right. uh, our listeners are really tech savvy. Oh, they are. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Oof, every they, they little know about thing. NFTs. Uh, yeah, a lot of them. I'm ALDC sure they know a lot more than AF us. The ALDC NFT will be coming soon. Really? Okay. It well. gets you into every single uh, Q and A, every single oh great, every Good. single event. You just in. Well, because in the I know that it's a struggle. Yeah. Not everybody can get to all of your Q and As too. Well, no, but I mean, if there's one in your area, you just come free. Like you don't have to buy a ticket. You oh yes, you have automatic. your NFT and you just show up and show the picture and you are in like Flynn. Well, that's good. Right to the front of the lines, everything. Really? Yes, Well, cool. guys, we will keep you posted on it's that. Cool. So uh, ALDC elite Amanda K. if a dancer isn't getting top placements when they are eight, nine, 10, does that mean that they're never gonna be a winner? Absolutely not. In fact, the kids that are not placing at eight, nine, and 10 are usually the students in my situation at my studio who end up being professional working dancers. The kid that wins everything, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, overall high scores, champion, grand champion, crown, banner, the whole deal, that kid turns 13 and suddenly they're not winning. So they don't wanna play. Over time, their body changes. They're becoming young women or even young men, right? And they change mentally. They've won, 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 won. Now they're going up against 17 and 18 year olds at 13. They're not winning anymore. And like I said, they don't wanna play. They wanna be cheerleaders and they wanna do this at school and that at school and run for student council and all that jazz. And uh, the kid that was not winning, the kid that was not placing, stays there and they push and they drive and they want it and they're hungry for it 
And then finally, they're 17 and 18, and the crown goes on the head, the banner goes over the shoulder, the flowers go in the arm, they are the big winner. Yeah, and I mean, I just think that people need to realize that you always say that everybody can dance, no matter what level. So I mean, maybe it's not winning a trophy, maybe it's accomplishing a trick, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're never going to do something if you start later or you're just, you know, learning differently. Because you always say that, you know, the kids on the show, they had to learn to dance in yes. a, less than a week. Meanwhile, you normally- Less than a week. Two days. Michael, two days. And yes. you would have like a whole year in normal competitions to well, do. from August to, yeah. let's say, the holidays. Yeah. December. So I just think that, it. you know- especially from some of our listeners that aren't really, you know, diehard dancers or are scared to get into it. Like it's not as crazy as Dance Moms. Gianna and Abby said that in a recent episode, but moving on. So uh, Nikita Wheeler, I hope that I said that right. Which dancers from Dance Moms were able to pick up the choreography the quickest and who was your favorite student to teach on and off the show? I'm trying to think if it picked up really fast. Uh, the season eight kids were better than the other kids, than the original kids, but nobody picked up really, really fast. Unfortunately, the kids that picked up really fast weren't on the show. They had moms that were you know sweet and nice and paid their bills on time. So they didn't make good TV. Uh, that's a tough question. And then what was the second part? Something about on and off the show? Yeah, who was your favorite student to teach on and off the show? Obviously somebody from the cast. Right, you know, they always say Maddie, 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 Maddie. But she was pleasant to teach, she was wonderful. She loved being at the studio. It was her home away from home. She absolutely adored the staff. It was a place, you know that TV show that was on forever called Cheers? Mm -hmm. In the song, it's where everybody knows your name. You want to go to a place where everybody knows your name. And that was the dance studio for Maddie. And uh, she picked up quick as well. She had good musicality. Her ear was good. She was a tapper. So they can pick up the counts well, yes. Uh, But as far as a really great picker-upper, we call it choreography comprehension. Nobody on the show. My other kids at my studio were much better at that. Some kids, it's just, it doesn't come naturally. When you see something that you can mimic it and do it and look great doing it, that's a tough thing. Just like kids can read a book, uh, open the page, and read a chapter, and they know it. They can take a test immediately on it. Other kids have to read it over and over again. Uh, They need to get a tutor. They need to highlight, you know, with the highlighter, what the important sentences are, and still don't get an A on the test. So kids learn differently. Uh, But then she asked about something else. So the question was, which dancers from Dance Moms were able to pick up the None. choreography we the answered quickest? That. None. And then who was your favorite student to teach on and off the show? So you personally, who did you like to teach the most on and off the show, regardless of if they could pick up quickly? Well, you know, I have to go with Maddie because she was pleasant and wonderful to have in class. But I, I enjoyed working with Nia because she was fun. Mm-hmm. It was silly. And she would get excited over a song or like the part she was going to play. And we've been talking about uh, how to get away with murder, her solo uh-huh. for like a you know a couple episodes, and we're, we'll get to that episode eventually, guys. But I think that 
especially with Nia, as she got older, you really, at least from a viewer standpoint, it looked like you really enjoyed working with her. Like your the solos for her became more mature. Well, yeah, every dancer, you know, they, yeah. as they grow up, they get more mature pieces to work on. However, I'm talking about when she was little. Yeah. When she was young and her mother was never there. That's mm. when I enjoyed working with Nia. <laughs> no moms allowed, as no you always allowed. say, right? Right. Okay. And then off the camera, oh, God, Mark Myers, my student Mark, super just brilliantly talented young man. Hopefully we'll get him on the show at some point, yeah, too. Maybe. So Ariana Murphy, can we get the full version of Maddie's season two nationals solo? Well, guys, we will have to keep digging through Abby's phone to see we that. We might have that. I'm pretty sure we have that. I mean. What was it? Telling myself. Fact checked me, ALDC elites. I'm sorry. Is this he is, right or is so he wrong? Here's the thing, though. That, you know, sometimes people have something to say about me because they say that I don't know a thing about the show. What do you What do you say to that? That I don't know a thing. What about are you talking things? about? You're like a walking encyclopedia about I, the show. Yeah, I think so too. Listen, guys. There's if a there, lot. No, <laughs> seriously. If someone was writing a book about dance moms, and they needed a what do you call that? A um, not an expert witness, but you know, if you were writing a book about Dance Moms and you needed somebody that was an expert on the show and knew everything about it, I would definitely suggest you. I would recommend you. Michael David. Well, I mean, there's been plenty of people. I mean, if TV is your last name, you pretty much know stuff about TV, am I right? Hell yeah. And, but I, TV could be my last name too. It's a lot, yeah, you know, it could be a lot of people. Challenge me on a Brady Bunch episode. Go oh. ahead, go ahead, because I, I, I'm gonna win that. Well, I mean, when Marsha broke her nose, that was just... Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. All you ALDC elites, young kids. Remember Jan with the glasses? Yes, yes. And she would walk and that hair would swing. Yes. Ugh, the Hawaii episode. <gasps> the best one. The tarantula. Yes, the tarantula in the bed. ALDC elites, How like... How come I didn't know you knew all this? Well, my parents raised me right. And I watched Brady Bunch. I watched Golden Girls. I watched The Nanny. I watched Roseanne. I watched uh, all of them, you know? And obviously I keep in the know, but enough about me. Nobody cares about my- They weren't on when the Brady Bunch was on though. They grew up with the Brady Bunch. They did. Yeah, my parents. The Brady Bunch wasn't like on right after the Golden Girls or anything. No, It wasn't that same timeline. No, it was before. Yes, oh, Crazy, yeah. Anyway, the point is kids, culture yourselves. You know. Watch TV. Yes, no more TikTok only. Watch more TV. But, Sit in front of that TV. Don't go out and play. Yeah, but Ariana Murphy, with this question might actually be easier to answer for us. We are looking for Maddie's solo, though. We'll we'll get back to you on that. Okay. Ariana also asked, can we talk about Leslie and why she was so adamant about getting her daughter on the team? Peyton. Leslie is a tough cookie. Tough. She came to my studio. Her daughters danced at a studio that was good. Her, the teacher's name was Sherry, and she wasn't really into the competition. She was a good businesswoman. She wanted to make money. And she had a big school, meaning lots of students. And her older sister, Taylor, went there, and so did Peyton. And then my kids were winning everything. And when I say that, it was for Dance Masters of Pennsylvania, and we would walk in, and I'd have the Petite Miss Dance, the Junior Miss Dance, the Teen Miss Dance, the Miss Dance, and her sister 
Taylor, the older girl, beautiful girl, uh, great, gorgeous body, feet, legs, pretty, pretty girl. She was one of the winners at one time, but never other kids. It was just her. So her mother brought her to me finally. She should get a she should have come to me years before, but the mom finally, it was, a, it was a long drive. They were an hour away from me. And so three, four days a week, that's hard to get to it through traffic at that time of the day after school. And so she brought Taylor with me. And of course, Peyton had to come along, uh, but she just saw an opportunity and she went for it. And she was good on the show. She was a little too old for the kids and looked too big next to them. That was my problem. Uh, if they were all teenagers and they were all five foot five and up, Peyton would have been fine in the group. She could pick up quick. Uh, yeah, would have hired her. So that's where you left off with Peyton and Leslie. Mm -hmm. So my question is- I've never is, seen them again. I, I've I never know. seen them. So my question is, either one of them, would you ever be open to having them on, leave it on the dance floor? I honestly think we would have to have security there. Well, I mean, Leslie's we, like a loose cannon. Well, <laughs> we would do on Zoom most likely for something oh, like that. If I could just but, hit leave meeting. Yeah. Maybe. So okay. Leave so meeting. stay tuned, ALDC elites. All right. So moving on, uh, Rebecca Aragon. Uh, you've talked about Lily's unaired spider dance. What other unaired dances or other moments do you wish had been aired? I think this is a great question. It's a great question. If I had a great answer. Well, I don't know, kiddo. Yeah, we'll Can we have get back to you. Yeah, Rebecca, we'll have to get back to that just because it's it's hard because obviously I wasn't there, as a lot of you like to remind me. Uh, but I can't. What are they talking about? You weren't there. Well, I knew, you know how I was saying how sometimes people have an issue that I'm doing this show with you because I wasn't there, right? So you were in a lot of competitions. I yeah, I went to a couple ones later on for sure, and then eight, season eight, I was there a lot. So. You were more of a fan of me yes. and a fan of the show and the kids. Yes, yes, right. I was. And then we obviously became friends, but enough about me. Uh, Rebecca, we will get back to you on that. That's a good question. We'll you throw... got those tattoos without me being there. Just, yes. so, just saying. Sorry, That guys. would not have happened yeah. on my watch. It's okay. They're not, they're not bad. It's like they're... putting bumper stickers on a Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, Rebecca, we will get back to you. Uh, Cooper Alassi, uh, when will you be coming to Australia? I have been pitching a show in Australia for since the pandemic, during the pandemic. It's uh, an amazing, amazing competition show. And Australia is the right place because the dance studios are large, meaning size-wise. So you could film, you could shoot in the studios. And the competition that surrounds it, it's, it's just an incredible show. I wish I could tell you a little bit more about it, but uh, wait and see. I am trying to get back there. It's a long place to go, and I need to go to Melbourne, Sydney, maybe Perth or the Gold Coast, and then I want to hit Adelaide as well, and then I have to go to New Zealand because I've never been to New Zealand. So I need an actual month off from work here in the States to get to go there. So I can run to other cities and other places. I'm going to London for about a month. So that would be my next next spot. Good to know.
Millions of kids go to bed hungry each night in the U.S. So when I found out about a nonprofit that feeds 5,000 underserved children each night named Katarina's Club, headed by Chef Bruno Serrato, I knew I had to help. After all, who knows kids better than me? He launched Katarina's Club when he found out about California's motel kids. These children are so poor that their entire families live in single-room motels with no kitchens, nowhere to cook, no dinner, so food was a rarity for many of these families. He has been feeding kids, 5,000 kids, every single night since 2005. He even mortgaged his home twice to keep the program going. When his restaurant, Anaheim White House, burned to the ground, he found another kitchen that same day to keep feeding kids without interruption. He has served well over 10 million meals. We are looking for any size donations. After all, a $5 donation feeds a family of four. While food banks are helping ease the crisis, many of these children, often referred to as motel kids, live in cheap, crime-ridden units that do not contain kitchens. Since these families are unable to cook dinner, they depend on already prepared meals like those provided by Katarina's Club. To become involved and make a donation, go to katarinasclub.org backslash donate. Again, that's katarinasclub.org backslash donate. Michaela Swindle. Do you, this is a little bit of a long one. Do you ever hope to find peace with the moms and girls if you ever crossed paths again? I don't know if you're a Christian and you believe in God, but I just wondered if you could ever see yourself reconnecting with any of the moms and the girls. Most of the girls have graduated college, and I want to know if you were sad that you weren't at their graduations, having known them since they were little. Also, I love you. Would you would love to meet you someday? I've always wanted to be a dancer and I got into some ballet when I was young. I'm 23 years old now with a two year old. What advice would you give to somebody as old as me who would still love to learn how to dance? It's a little bit of a loaded question. Wow, there's a lot of things. Yes. Let's go backwards. Yes. So starting at the end of that, you're 23, you have a two year old mm -hmm. and you wanna take dance. Sweetheart, it's kind of over. You have a child now. That's who needs to be in dance class. Mm. So find a mommy and me class, take your little one, and you get to dance too. And then at the studio, check out and see if they have any adult classes. Even adult ballet, lyrical, contemporary adult class, maybe college students take it. Uh, you know, they just do it for exercise and for fun, and maybe they danced all their lives and they're in college for something else and they wanna keep dancing. Uh, you can definitely find a class out there for you. But now, you know, it's all your, all about your little one. So make sure there, is it safe if it's a girl or a boy? Uh, just with the two-year-old. Okay. So it, boys, doesn't matter. They should dance too. They should learn to respect the art and uh, enjoy watching it and spatial awareness. I mean, all those things. So boy or girl, go to a mommy and me class. Two-year-old is perfect. And then find out what else is there for adults. Okay, and then the beginning of the question, do you ever hope to find peace with the moms and the girls if you ever cross paths again, considering you knew them since they were very little? Okay, so yeah. I'm Catholic. I was baptized Catholic. I was raised Catholic. I didn't go to Catholic school, but I went to CCD. And I'm still Catholic. 
and I still attend mass because I like it. And it was my thing, you know, with my mom that we did every Sunday. So I can forgive anyone for anything, mm. but I can't forget. Forgiving and forgetting, two different things. And I think some of the moms, it has to do with respect or lack thereof. And it also has to do with success. Those that are successful now, really successful. I had something to do with that. Whether they want to tell themselves otherwise, whether they want to pretend they could have been from any dance studio and still been on the show and things would have been exactly the same, regardless, whatever they think, whatever they want to tell themselves or tell other people, tell the world, if they had not been at my studio, if those kids were not my students, they would not have been as successful as they are, period, point blank. I didn't wave a magic wand and make them fabulous. They had to put the work in. And the parents paid as well, some of them. And we all worked together to be on a hit television show that's now back on. So I had something to do with their children's success, with their success. And uh, they don't want to give me credit for that. So shame on them. I will say that I found a video online of Kelly and she was talking about how uh, even today when she is just trying to get ready quick, she uses um, duct tape to get like hair off or just, you know, use that for uh, like two sided tape to, you know, go out and fix an outfit and stuff. And she mm -hmm. says that no matter what happened, that's something that she's always going to remember from you. So how does that make you feel? Well, I understand, obviously. She learned something. Yes. Duct tape, double-sided tape. At least she learned that. I would have hoped she'd learn a little bit more as my student mm. about respect and about, you know, your teacher and their right and their, you know, mm -hmm. you're listening to them and to be respectful to adults and that kind of stuff. Okay. Good answer, guys. Say taking, we're taking the high road all the time here on leaving on the dance floor. So uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Vince asked, did you buy any official competition footage for the dances performed for the early seasons and do you still have any? I would love to see where have all the children gone at Star Power the first time they performed it with the wide camera shot instead of the horrible cut up angles Lifetime gave us or even some unaired dances and general in general, we never got to see in full form of competitions. Well, all of you who have been listening know that we've already been posting a lot of full uh, unaired, well, not unaired, but unedited dances. Uh, happiness is on there. Uh, we just had Rachel Sage on, so she performed Happiness and we showed you that. Uh, Blush and Bashful. There's a lot of different um, group dances and solos and duets that are on Patreon and YouTube right now. But Abby, what about those professionally recorded things what like competitions? Okay, what they're talking about is uh, when you go to a dance competition, they have a videographer there. And the videographer tapes the whole competition, three days, all day long. And then they sell them to you. So the teacher, or sometimes 
the teacher gets it in their packet. You get a full video of all your numbers. You don't get everybody else's numbers, but you mm -hmm. get your numbers. Uh, they didn't give us those. And I asked many times. Really? Many, many times I wanted them. Yes, I don't know if there's archives that we could probably go back to. And if you had the date, the time, the place, mm -hmm. they could look it up and find that. The, the well, speaking of where have all the children gone, we just found pictures of the original where have all the children gone with little Brooke as uh, the young child. And was there a swing at that one? Was there a swing in it? Like a like an actual swing that a oh, kid was oh, on? Oh, I thought you meant another kid that swung. No, yeah, no, sorry, okay. I had to differentiate. Yeah, yeah, no, there was no swing. No, were shopping okay. carts. Interesting, okay, shopping well. Because like, it takes place in a shopping mall. Yes, where and have so, all the children gone? Yeah, yeah, in the shopping cart and the kid disappears. Very cool. So that's what it was about. And uh, then I wanted to do it on the show. So we reached out to that guy. Uh, I'm trying to think who reached out to him. I don't know. Somebody on my phone reached out to the author, the lyricist, the musician uh, that wrote the music for Where Have All the Children Gone? And they gave us permission. They just said, yeah, go ahead, use it. Great. Okay. Because that was such a big advertisement for them. Oh yeah. Well, I think that that is a good place to leave it, at least for this week. I know it was a shorter one. We leave it, leave it on the dance floor. Yes, we did. but we left it. We did. Uh, hey, we talked about Peyton. Yes. You got the and, real deal. And we'll see, maybe Peyton will be on, maybe Leslie will be on. I think that there's already been some not surprising guests, but we definitely are, a lot of people are listening. So I think it's nice to see well, where it goes. Uh, yeah. And I mean, you know, we've, Definitely seen some feedback. Some of our episodes go a really long time. So we are planning to split them up into multiple parts. That way, if you know Abby's traveling for a week, you'll still have something. Uh, and then also just throwing these little Q and A's in every now and again. I think it's just good to have some shorter ones for you guys. Yes, and keep those questions coming. Yes, uh, submit them on Patreon. Although, although one I couldn't even answer. I don't even know about the solos. We'll, we'll find I know. It. Yeah, we we have to look, and there's there just a lot of stuff that's been unaired. Six hundred and thirty-two so. numbers were aired. I think it was six thirty-eight. Six thirty-eight were aired. So what about? The All the that ones that were that weren't aired, yeah, that's a good. That's actually we might we might be at seven hundred. And there's and there's, yeah. n there's more on Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition. Too. Oh yeah, no, we didn't even account for those. And yeah, so numbers that we did. also write in whether it's on Patreon, YouTube, just Instagram at Leave It On The Dance Floor Podcast. Let us know what episodes, what moments, what guests you maybe would like to see. Um, you know, you guys are part of the show too, so we want to make sure that we're definitely listening to you guys. Inclusive. Yes. yes, always inclusive here. Always. Keep listening. And uh, all you ALDC elites out there, straighten your legs, point your feet, and all that jazz. ALDC elites, thank you so very much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and give Leave It On The Dance Floor a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to watch each week and see exclusive behind-the-scenes content like my never-seen-before pictures and videos from the competitions, some even taken from the wings, classes at the ALDC studio in Pittsburgh, or even our iconic dance concerts, head over to Patreon or become a member on YouTube Premium, linked in the show notes each week. See you on the flip side. Girls,